Hello and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chalk, and if you haven't listened to the podcast before, what we do on here is give our honest opinions on the things that we like or dislike from all the goings on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, as well as pay-per-views, some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds welcome i hope you're all doing well this is the aw dynamite review let's get straight to it shall we uh a show that if i'm honest was probably the worst dynamite i've seen for a long time um i know there were certain people affected by the hurricanes, Hurricane Ian, is it, in Florida. Uh, whether that had something to do with the overall quality of the show, I don't know exactly. But I was really disappointed by this. Um, there were a couple of good things on it, but not a lot else. It felt... Very WWE-like for me. And that's not what we want from AEW. They are meant to be the alternative. They're meant to be the place that you go to get away from the old WWE tropes. But last night, it had most of those tropes involved in the show, I think. Let's get to it, though. Because Jericho Appreciation Society started off the show for the Chris Jericho title celebration thing. Uh, All of them were dressed in purple, which was kind of funny. I quite like that. And they had Luigi Primo, the uh, pizza guy. He was in the corner tossing pizza as they came into the ring. 2.0 completely stole the show for me on this. Uh, Cool Hand Ange tells the AEW Galaxy to appreciate them, says Philadelphia is a city full of losers and then introduces the Ocho, Chris Jericho uh, Daddy Magic says he put in the call to get Luigi Primo to the party, he asks what kind of pizza he's making and he got booed out of the arena for saying he's making a New York pizza basically Daddy Magic goes on to say you all thought you were going to get a taste, but no pizza for you. Anna Jay yells the same at them. There's massive we want pizza chant. Jericho says you all want pizza. Well, you can't have any. Uh, he then shits over Ring of Honor, basically. And turns his attention to Daniel Garcia. He's bought him a gift. It's a purple hat. I forget the name of the hat. It'll come to me in a minute. Garcia gets pissed off and then just nails Luigi in the side of the face, I think, with a big right hand knocking him out. He says he's got something to say that he wanted to get off his chest ages ago. Jericho cuts him off, though. Says, think about what you're about to say. Make the right decision and you you could be 
bigger than your wildest dreams. Get it wrong and he'll have to take him out. He asks him, are you a sports entertainer or are you a pro wrestler? Uh, Brian Danielson comes out then, cuts him off. He says, it seems like you're trying to tell Garcia what he should be. He tells Garcia it's his decision. Uh, Jericho tells him to shut his mouth and Danny Garcia is his and does what he says. Garcia gets in his face, tells him nobody tells me what to do. Then says, let's not get too serious. We're here to entertain, right? What if I throw pizza on the floor? What if I wake up Luigi? What if I form a tag team with Justin Roberts? He asks the crowd, do you think it would be entertaining if he was in a tag team with Brian Danielson? Massive pop. He says, you know what I think would be entertaining is if he and Brian took on Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. Daddy Magic then gets pissed off. He yells, sick of your crap. Uh, for a year, you had nothing. 2.0 had your back and now you want to spit in our faces for that piece of crap. I ought to knock you out right now, he says. Brian jumps in says, hold on, right now, you want to fight right now, basically. Good news, because he's been told he can have a match with anyone that wants a fight. And then we get the match set up. We'll come to that in a minute. I enjoyed parts of this, right up until the point we had the impromptu match being made. There's one thing, or one of the things, should I say, that we were told we weren't going to get in AEW from Tony Khan when he put this together. It was way too WWE-like for me. Um, the whole sports entertaining mocking is getting a little bit tired now for me probably knock that off a little bit especially when Angelo Parker did the whole AW Galaxy thing appreciate it I, I don't want to hear that um, Garcia was good Daniel Bryan was a bit of a bitch I thought and I love uh, sorry, Brian Danielson. I call him Daniel Bryan. Then. I haven't done that for a while. Uh, I love Brian Danielson a lot. I think he's great, but I didn't like him in this segment at all. And I didn't realise that he could make matches as part of his contract. Anyway, let's get to the match that came out of this. Brian Danielson versus Daddy Magic. <clears throat> this was... Very basic, really boring, um, easily the worst Brian Danielson match. I think, well, for years, I think, I can't even remember a bad Brian Danielson match, to be honest, this was not good. Uh, Matt Menard 
I mean, they, they know their place, they know what they're there to do, but I don't think this worked. Sometimes you just, just get a couple of guys that haven't got good chemistry, and I think maybe that's what this was. The best bit about it was um, Claudio Castagnoli coming out, getting pissed off, and just blasting Parker with that uppercut, and then carrying him away like a little toddler. Um... Also, something that kind of annoyed me. Why is Danielson not pissed off about not winning the title last week? I want to see that from him. We're all meant to believe that these titles mean something to these wrestlers. Yet, he lost a big title match again last week. And this week, he's just... He cares more about Daniel Garcia, seemingly. Doesn't seem right to me. We then get a couple of video packages. One for Juice Robinson, who's going to be taking on John Moxley later. Another for MJF, and then we're supposed to be hearing from MJF. But Wheeler Utah storm to the ring, grabs a microphone and says, "MJF, we got a problem." Utah says, "It's not because of what you did last week." It's because you put your hands on Tony Schiavone, who's done more for this company than you will ever do. Uh, so his punishment should be to come down and fight him in his hometown. He says, oh, don't get too excited because we know Max likes to hide. He says, once the bell rings, he can't hang with him. He calls him out. Uh, MJF comes to the top of the rank. He says, give it up for Wheeler Utah, hometown guy from Philly, you know, where the place where you go when you can't afford to live in New York. He says, speaking of embarrassing, hi Tony, how's your how's your body feeling after last week, you fat old prick? <laughs> uh, big pop here. Uh, calls him a coward like everyone here except Utah. He goes on to praise Utah, talks about their history together, calls him one of the best wrestlers in the world. But you made a mistake trying to go toe-to-toe with Daddy on the mic and Daddy had to spank you some. (laughs) He says, you like to say I don't care about this company, yet here you are trying to take away TV time from the biggest draw in AEW. To make things worse, you're doing it by talking into a microphone you with as much charisma as present day Joe Frazier by the way Joe Frazier's dead <sighs> and he goes after the sports teams a little bit and MJF goes on to say it's almost like he doesn't give a shit and he makes more money than anyone here and he's a multi-millionaire at the age of 26 Utah cuts him off, though, and says he doesn't care about any of that. But if you don't come down here and fight, he will leave MJF in a pool of blood on Broad Street. You may not know this, but bad things happen in Philly. He goes to walk up the ramp, but the gun club come out. Uh, MJF says, basically, you want to fight tonight? Not going to happen. See you later. See him next week instead. Uh, He tells the gun club to do his catchphrase and walks off. 
pretty good this i did think the first part of the promo by you wasn't that strong but as soon as mjf come out his part was great as always but i think wheeler Yuta held his own this week which was good uh yeah enjoyed this more f- to come from this as well we then got juice robinson versus john moxley in a title eliminator this was a decent match without being, you know, special or anything. Juice Robinson was, I think, a pretty good choice as a challenger here, but I never thought he'd win at any moment, to be quite honest. Um, Moxley's in the form of his life. I wouldn't have said this was his best match by any means, but still decent. After the match, Hangman Page came down, got in the face of Moxley. Uh, Before they could do anything, MJF, who's now up in the skybox, he's got a microphone. He says, you're not fighting each other for that title. Uh, When we get to Cincinnati, he might just cash in his chip. Uh, The crowd then goes nuts because we see Wheeler Utah stood behind him in that skybox. And he just beats the crap out of MGF out into the fans. Fans go mental for a little bit. We then get a Bandido video package, which is quite good to let people know who he is, really. If, if you haven't watched Ring of Honor or you're not a big independent wrestling fan, then this probably helped you out. We then get Soraya come to the ring. Um, let's say it's. I was going to shit on it right away, but let's say what she said first. She says she's got chills and she's back. Feels fantastic to be in the ring and she's damaged but not broken. Says she's going to cause change and she is the revolution. AW is officially her house now. She says to the uh, timekeeper, you can give me all the time cues you want, but I leave this ring when I want. She brings out the women's roster, or that's what she called for, a small... I think just the uh, women that Tony Khan cares about right now came out. She says, we're going to make change, and then talks up Tony Storm. But Britt Baker and her buddies come out and say, look, a shiny new toy. Uh, She calls herself the face of AEW. She put her blood, sweat, and tears into this company. In fact, she even put her neck on the line, unlike yours, though. Hers is strong enough to handle it. Uh, she takes the piss out of her name a little bit. Soraya then says that's funny because your name r- rhymes with shit. Uh, Britt says she respects Tony Storm. Uh, she bigs up Serena Deeb. She then brings out Serena Deeb. Soraya says since she has a boss now that listens to her, uh, she basically makes a lumberjack match for the title here 
between Serena Deeb and Tony Storm. What the fuck was this utter shit? I hated all of this. Uh, the promo wasn't very good from Soraya. The thing she's saying was just rubbish. I'm sorry, it was rubbish. Don't do the anti-WWE shite. Um, especially after having, what, how many years being paid by that company whilst you're injured. It's just fake. It was almost like she was fed those lines to say. I hated it, really hated it. Uh, it's different if you've been underutilised in WWE and you genuinely have a gripe with them. I'm sorry, WWE have been paying you for the past few years. Don't come on to AEW and shit over WWE. That's just stupid and fake, like I said. Uh, yeah, hated everything about this. We then did get Serena Deeb versus Tony Storm for the Women's Championship, though. I think I was just in a bad mood with this because of the previous segment. Uh, I didn't like much of it, if I'm honest, until the the finish. But even then, I'm not sure it made any sense with the uh, pile driver off the second rope. It was fine, I guess. But it's just a move because it's cool. I'm never going to remember this match. Uh, we have a little backstage with the acclaimed and Keith Lee. Again, I thought this was rubbish as well. Same with the next back, uh, backstage segment with Butcher and the Blade and Private Party at arguing. Andrade and Matt Hardy were all involved in it. Oh, it's just shit why is Tony Khan persisting with this Andrade family office bollocks we then get a squash match Ricky Starks versus Eli Isom Isom I don't know uh, nothing really happened too much but hey, Starks looked good for the what minute that he was out there good to get him on TV but I want to see him doing more than this if I'm honest Uh, we get a Jungle Boy video. And then it's time for the main event. Which thankfully was great. It was Chris Jericho taking on Bandido for the Ring of Honor World title. Like I said, I thought this was really good for a main event. Uh, Bandido had a fantastic showing for his first AEW match. i got a feeling it won't be his last AEW match. Really impressed with him. I... Every time I see him, to be honest, I'm impressed. Jericho, after feeling like he was done, probably, what, a year ago, if that, to see where he is now is just incredible. I think he's had an incredible year and has to be in the conversation for wrestler of the year. I don't think he wins it, but he's... Certainly in the conversation. Um, it maybe went a little bit too long, but that's just being picky, if I'm completely honest. Uh, 
After the match, Jericho challenged Brian Danielson to a match in Toronto in a couple of weeks. And then says he's going to go after every Ring of Honor champion, every Ring of Honor commentator, referee, and ring announcer. And then just lays out Bobby Cruz. Bobby Cruz took a nice bump, actually. Uh, fine way to finish, I suppose. Bit of controversy. Uh, but like I said, a really disappointing show for me. At a time when you kind of need AEW to step up. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, you were getting these fire-up promos from guys like John Moxley. And you had Tony Khan on Twitter saying that we're going to get the best shows possible. And then we get this shite. You know, full gear's not that far away either. There's way too much bad press going around, and uh, the discourse on Twitter is mainly negative at the minute. They need to change it around. And I've got faith in them, I think they will. But it's got to be better than this. I'd love to hear what you thought of the show. Uh, I know there'll be hardcore fans of AEW that probably won't see anything wrong with this. I mean, they'll be wrong, but there'll be some. Uh, but let me know, and you can do that by getting in touch on Twitter. I'm at AdamChalk8 on there. Or go to the Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page. While you're at it, please subscribe, comment, and leave a review to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Look out for more podcasts dropping in your feeds over the next few days. Until then, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.